0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 14 of the Kill Your Internet podcast. Uh, With you, as always, today is me, Colin, as well as our big homie, Mr. Ken Bianco. Ken, how are we doing today?
1: Doing good. Just surviving the quarantine.
0: Quarantine has been a real bitch, to be completely honest. I think we've all had about enough of it, but at this point, we're going to get into this later in the podcast, but at least we're not Los Angeles.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, things could be a lot worse, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, there, there's there's worse situations here. Um, well, today, obviously, we've been teasing a lot online. This is a big deal. We got Barstool in the building today. We got our man White Sox, Dave, from Redline Radio, Barstool Sports. As Giant Stoolies, Ken, this, this is a watermark, watermark moment for us.
1: Yeah, you know, it was um, pretty crazy we got this, but, um, you know. I can't... I have
0: no words. Yeah, Ken Ken is speechless over here. Ken's really... (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So, yeah, obviously, Barstool in the building. White Sox, Dave, coming up later in the episode. We have a lot to cover today. Um, Frankly, we've been on a bit of a tear creatively. Uh, We've been super lucky that during quarantine, we've just hit a hot streak, and we are planning big things we're about to announce the release schedule for the parts of the record we'll get into that later as well but kill your internet is well on its way um dude i don't know i'm just i'm just excited it's it's good to feel excited like in quarantine like a lot of people don't have this luxury of feeling excited but fuck it
1: yeah we really haven't stopped just keep going
0: yeah this is fun too because right now we're in the middle of moving so much shit around and we're in the process of sharing one microphone right now so me and ken are getting real close
1: (laughs) Go ahead. It's just awkward because every time I lean in you move back. It's um it's a very awkward way to have a conversation.
0: I'm not gonna lean in I'm not gonna lean away anymore. I'm just gonna <laughs> stay like this. Um dude, but then yo, shouts out to technology because without either Zoom or Skype or any of that shit, the only piece of technology I am not down for, and I wanted to bring this up, I saw two more bands, like full fledged bands that I respect and like who have caved and got TikToks.
1: Yeah, I got nothing against TikTok for, you know, people that just want to do it. I guess I've heard good things. It kills time.
0: But Dude, it's just killer t- for me to watch bands that I like doing corny TikTok dances. Like, I, j- I just couldn't imagine, like, us as our band being like, hey, uh, I need to get Erica, Ken, and Will, and Eric to do a synchronized dance to... A p- I, it just wouldn't make any sense to me. Yeah,
1: we're, we're busy working on music, Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got time for that. No.
0: And and this is another thing that uh, it made me like this whole time has given me time to reflect on certain things in the music industry. We generally do not fit in. We do not have a niche. We're not a this band or that band. We are just ourselves. We are six idiots who love to make music And I don't think we're willing to sell our souls for anything. And it's nothing against TikTok or anything like that. But it's just not me. I'm staying firm. And the funny thing is I saw one of these artists who had fervently been like, I'm not getting a TikTok. I'm not getting a TikTok. And you know their label was like, you guys need a TikTok. You're missing a huge market here. Nah. No. And I think that's why I'm excited to talk to Barstool today. Because who else? Honestly, what other band do you know that could bring together? Barstool, NPR, iHeartRadio, bands, rappers, Everybody in the same space and be able to have a conversation.
1: I guess the answer is us. Us.
0: (laughs) So if you're new to the Kill Your Internet podcast, that's what you're in for. Uh, You know what? Let's speed things along. Let's get into the wildest shit we've seen on the internet. Uh, Ken, we've gone over (laughs) this, but the Stone Cold thing. Stone Cold owned a noob on Twitter today.
1: It shows the power Stone Cold has when you can just give two words and, like, it's just shut up, and he roasted this guy. So
0: what basically happened was Stone Cold Steve Austin put something up of him wearing a University of Alabama football mask, uh, just doing his part as a citizen to, you know, not spread the coronavirus, and somebody commented and said, Steve, this goes against your character. Uh, You're acting like a communist. Take your mask off. Don't believe the lies the media is telling you. And Stone Cold commented a simple dude shut up it's magic
1: if you get told to shut up by stone cold i think you lose your talking
0: yeah what are you gonna do unless you're the undertaker what the fuck are you gonna do (laughs) so stone cold owning noobs is definitely number one for me uh dude this was hot news in the streets for people of our age tony hawks pro skater one and two are coming to 4k coming out full ps4 i don't even have a gaming system but i'm fucking getting one
1: I kind of I wish they would just release it now because this is the time of quarantine. People could use Tony Hawk.
0: Bro, I would be on my I would be on my couch, in a in like a tank top and a Monster Energy drink hat, <laughs> uh, with a with a chain wallet and I would be blaring out to some some like Black Flag and and Goldfinger just destroying levels in Tony Hawk. Uh,
1: it's it's great too because also it goes well because I've been watching um Goldfinger actually has been doing these live it's s- been awesome they're just so good so shout out to them shout
0: out to john feldman i'm always saying that because i want to work with him i just want to be in the room with john <laughs> feldman he seems like the nicest guy ever oh, yeah. uh so besides tony hawk uh the other thing we brought up oh well, of course we had uh r.i.p to the goat uh mr jerry stiller ben stiller's dad uh aka george costanza's dad aka doug heffernan's stepdad and that's, that's dad-in-law, father-in-law, uh Arthur Spooner, all-time goat character on, on any series. Um, but yeah, other than that, the, the, obviously, I didn't want to get into any more, like, fucking, you know, political news or coronavirus news. I just thought I'd stick to the good stuff this week, uh, except for Jerry Jerry Stiller. Um Yeah, the, the internet's been on fucking fire. What can I say? Um, other than that... It's something that was brought up on part of my take this week. But are you fucking sick and tired of seeing sports teams' Twitter's posting like, when you see this logo, who's the first player you think of? It's so funny to me to watch all these businesses who try and tweet like, like they're like legitimate businesses that try and tweet things to get likes. Like the it'll be a Hank said it on PMT was like, he was like, I'm so fucking sick and tired of seeing like the Celtics posting being like. Larry Bird had ice in his veins, like and ice in all caps. It's just like so weird to see businesses like Chick Fil A tweet like normal people.
1: It's just pandering, and it's funny now because everyone's just on Twitter. Like this stuff happens. Like I remember, like the icon logo thing came, and then like after like one afternoon, people got sick of it.
0: Oh my god, I'm I'm so tired of it. But yeah, all right. So we'll get back to positives. Uh, It's the first question we ask each other when we see each other. It's the first question I generally ask strangers, and the question is. What have you been listening to lately? So this is, as we do every week, what the fuck we've been listening to. Uh, I'm going number one. Chevy Mustang. Because I want to. So this is actually an inside story for us. So when I was working in L.A., I worked with Kenny Carkeet from the band Fitness, who was also in a band with the lead singer of Eve 6. And those guys (laughs) hate the industry more than anybody. (laughs) And they, the lead singer from Eve 6 just made up this character, who's kind of like a Tommy Wiseau character from... uh, the disaster artist who has this fake accent and he makes these weird songs. And actually what happened was this one weird song made it to Jimmy Fallon. My mom actually called me about this because she was like, do you know who Chevy Mustang is? And I was like, oh, my fucking God, <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, so shouts out to Chevy Mustang. Shouts out to Kenny and everybody over in fitness. Infiltrating the industry through a back door.
1: In day spinal tap, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. All right, go for your number one. My number one is um, this song is by a DJ Vice featuring our boy John, Bellion. John um, Bellion. Obsession is such a bop. I've been kind of trying to listen to more upbeat, kind of dance vibe music during quarantine, and it's definitely filling that.
0: It's filling the void, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, my number two, uh, I went with. Oh, I went with David Bowie, and it was because of the Foo Fighters saying that they were releasing what they consider to be their Let's Dance by David Bowie. They're making a record with Rhythm, which I'm very excited to see how this goes. But Let's Dance by David Bowie is an absolute fucking banger. So, uh, shout out to David Bowie.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think the Foo Fighters are one of those bands that ask, like, what more can they do? So, good on them to keep trying to switch it up.
0: I'm excited to hear Dave Grohl put out dance songs. I think it'd be very... Taylor Hawkins could play the fucking drums. Imagine Pat Smear over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for your number two. Uh,
1: my number two is this band Los Delarians. Um, as everyone knows, I'm a 311 guy. It's is Martinez's side project. It's fucking awesome. This nice, funky, soulful music. The song's called Zodiac. It's, it's a bop as well. Just nothing but bops.
0: Ken's been on a big bop kick. <laughs> uh, I went with, for my third, I actually switched it up from what I originally had. I've been on a monster run the jewels kick because they have RTJ coming out, yeah. RTJ4 coming out in a couple in a couple weeks now. Uh, I'll pick uh, close your eyes and count the fuck because I've been listening to a lot of rage too. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Have you ever seen the video of Denzel Curry doing Bulls on Parade? Yes. Oh my yes. God! First off, shouts to to Denzel Curry. It's on the Triple J. They do the the uh, like a like a version, and it's fucking incredible. So uh, go with your three, Ken.
1: Uh, my third is going to be so bad decisions by The Strokes. I've been I've been I don't know how I feel on this album. I've been listening. This song's good, but. I don't know how. The Strokes are very polarizing for me, so.
0: Yeah, the Strokes are always, hitter. especially for me, because I'm not a diehard Strokes guy. They didn't get me when I was, like, I always thought about it. Like, they always sound lazy to me, and I say it every single time we talk about the Strokes, in any capacity. But I actually like this tune a lot. It reminds me of I'll Stop the World and Melt With You. It's very 80s, but it's fucking classic Strokes. It re- should be
1: doing. And then they try to do other stuff, and it's like, you shouldn't be doing this. Your first two albums are, like, classic. Perfect. And, like, generally, like, generationally defining like for people and then they come out with other shit and you're like what the fuck is this jokes <laughs>
0: <laughs> come on julian casablanca get your shit together all right so those are our picks for what the fuck we've been listening to this week uh on top of that i actually put up a poll on our on our instagram so i'm gonna shout out some people right here uh i said what should we be listening to because it's during quarantine give me some give me some things that we should be listening to we got like 50 suggestions uh and i'm gonna pull a couple out here uh number one was weezer
1: are they sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I first of all, I, listen. I I actually love Weezer, but they just are that band that's constantly going out with stuff that they need to take a break. I think.
0: Yeah, I I'll listen to old Wee. I'll I'll go like Pinkerton and Back. Green Green and Blue album are classics. So. It's funny because all of our social media shit right now is in that like Baby Blue, and people keep commenting on it and saying the Blue album by Fox Trot and the Get Down. <laughs>
1: Hey, that's a good album, so... I'll know.
0: take that money. Um, all right, so then we got a couple local picks here. Uh, St. Slumber, who we played a show with, we sold out the foundry with. Uh, Sleep House, who I always get put on to, so shout-out to Sleep House. Uh, Tiny Human, Hate Drugs, Courier Club. Definitely going to take some time to check these guys out. Uh, Tom Mish. I didn't need to be suggested to listen to Tom Mish. You're into Tom Mish, right? Uh, no, I'm actually not. <laughs> what? Oh, man, th- I'm excited for this. So Tom Mish is like... Jamiroquai and John Mayer and Jay Dilla had a baby. He's just a, he's like a a British dude, and he, I'm gonna play some shit. Look up Lost in Paris, look up South of the River. I've definitely showed you this shit before, but like, I'll, uh, just trust me. Also, go into why you love Jamiroquai.
1: What's not to love about Jamiroquai? I mean, first, if you haven't listened to Jamiroquai, you have. You've watched Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> they had, they're had they more than a one-hit wonder, though. They're a one-hit wonder in America. Do yourself a favor, though. I was actually just listening to them on the way over here. But solid JK, great voice. Stevie Wonder, kind of, in oh, that yeah. vein. But check out Jamiroquai.
0: Jamiroquai is one of the weirdest-looking dudes of all time. And it's also a voice, when you hear him, you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. It's straight-up perfect funk. It's it, pop music. It's fuck, Everybody knows Virtual Insanity, and they know Canned Heat. Just go and listen to these fucking records. They're unbelievable. Um, let's go into some more suggestions here. By the way, shout out to everybody who cooperated with us and threw some good suggestions out there. Uh, I got two people said Fish, which I'm down. I I, I run to Fish. So I'm down with that. Um, the Strumbellas. I never have gotten past their first single.
1: Yeah, I never really got into them as well. I do like that single. It was just one of those ones for me that got killed. Like. Death alt on radio. arrival on alt radio where I couldn't get into it any further, but
0: I got suns in my head and I won't go. Yeah, that, that's a that's a that's an alt radio band right there. Uh Illiterate Light. I'm so happy somebody posted this. I actually ran I put one of their songs up on our Instagram when I was on my honeymoon in Italy, and they actually because I tagged them and they responded back, which I thought was really fucking cool. Two piece band from Virginia. Absolutely fucking spectacular. So those were the suggestions this week, and we actually got good ones. Uh, Paul also put three bad rappers in there, so he just did, did the fuck <laughs> with me. Um, so let's go into our coronavirus survival guide. It's just basically like a top three pick for us. And this week we picked three athletes that you'd want to slug beers with. Um, the thing is, me and Ken have pretty like similar lists from what I know, and I'll go first here. I automatically, number one, have to go with the GOAT. Matt Stairs, Philly's dad, um, fucking dude looks like he definitely got off a shift at a union, went, slugged the handle of Vlad, and then went to the stadium at the end of the day and just launched him around. So Matt Stairs is definitely my number one.
1: It's just, like,
2: I I know that, like, I don't want to say there's a line to draw, but it's, and I don't, like, I don't have a preference, really. But if you're talking to me, like, don't, like, call me Dave. Just right. it's easier anyways, It's less syllables, you know?
0: So like, all right. So you get put into this situation. You jump on when, what, 2018, right? 2018 would be kind of your timeline when you got in.
2: Well, I, so I started in 2013 with Barstool. Wow. Like, I didn't that's know how that. Long, yeah, that's how long. So this will be year seven in July. Wow. I've been with Barstool and the entire time up until uh, January 2nd or whatever of 2019, I was just like, they paid me a few hundred bucks a month. Five hundred bucks a month to like write about the White Sox, which is perfectly it like paid some rent, you, you know, some utility <laughs> bills or whatever. So it was perfectly cool with me. And then we started Redline Radio. Uh, this will be four years ago. It was right after the Cubs won the World Series and the Sox made all the trades with Chris Sale and Quintana and Eaton and all that. And we're like, the Cubs are going to be good for a long time. The White Sox should be good in three years. There's a legit chance they could maybe meet in the World Series. And oh, my
0: God. Would the city was, burn down? Oh,
2: it would burn to the ground. There would be, <laughs> be legit deaths. There would be deaths. Like, the Cubs fans and Sox fans don't like each other when, in those six games a year they play. They are arch nemeses.
0: Having seen the Eagles win the Super Bowl, and my entire life, everything I've ever said was, if the Birds ever win the Super Bowl, this city will fucking burn to the ground. And I don't know if you saw the video that, that Roan and Caleb put up of them in the shit we were down there like I was there yeah I was in a pile of tears I was crying popping champagne and it wasn't like that but the difference was that there wasn't animosity it was a fucking joyous occasion so you're gonna have to deal with half the city hating you and half the city being on fire
2: so I, I don't the Bears went to the Super Bowl in 2005 2006 they lost to the Colts and Peyton Manning I wasn't alive for when they won it in, in 85, which is that, that team's still the most famous team in Chicago history. By and far that
0: away. is such a long-running thing. Like, is that yeah. still the most talked-about thing in Chicago, like 85 Bears, 85 Eight, Bears? It's
2: – anytime there's, like, a, a Bears conversation, like, <laughs> with, like, with my dad, he'll start talking about, like, Gary Fensick or, or Dan Hampton or, or Mike Mongo. You know, he'll start talking about all those guys. Like, that team is – will forever be the most famous team, even more than the Cubs.
0: I'm telling you, Philly and Chicago are the same city just flipped into the middle of the country. It's just fucking same thing. Mm-hmm.
2: I've, I've heard that from a lot of people, actually.
0: It's um, it's, for me, I have a soft spot for Chicago because it's our number one Spotify city. It's our number one stream city in the country. So I'm big, on, big on Chicago. Ken sees it right there. But more than anything, it's just I respect it because, one, you guys are very passionate. And, two, you guys hate the same way that we hate. And I think that's very important. I love to hate. Me too, man. Like it's, like, it's that's oh, the fun man. thing about sports.
2: Like <laughs> I, I, I hate sportsmanship, not in the sense of like being a dirty player. I hate sportsmanship where people are such pussies that they don't like when you talk shit about other teams. Because half the fun about sports is loving your team. The other half is hating other teams.
0: Number like, one team. For, it, number one team for me is a team in your division, and it's the fucking Vikings. Vikings, I don't hate, bro. So in 2018, when we won the Super Bowl, the Vikings came to Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. They put a jersey on Rocky. They did that stupid skull chin oh, on shit. top of the Art yeah. museum stairs. And then 2,000 of them showed up to tailgate the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. And there was like 150,000 people out there. And we ruined these people's lives. And they still, to this day, won't let their sports talk guys call into Philadelphia. So fuck the Vikings.
2: I didn't know all that. I mean, Vikings fans and Bears fans have a mutual hatred for the Packers, so we kind of get along there. We <laughs> <Yeah. still> don't <laughs> like each other, but we don't like necessarily hate each other. Everybody in the,
0: the mean, NFC ha- East hates the Cowboys, so it doesn't really make a difference. I think
1: it's great that everyone everyone piles on the Saints now because the Saints fans have been bitching and moaning about
0: the everything. Yeah, everyone I'm al- I'm piled. always big on hating the Saints too because if you're gonna change a rule in the NFL because you got fucked,
2: so the. uh when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I moved out to – well, I didn't move out there. I had to work out in, in Scottsdale, Arizona for – it was seven weeks for my old job. And I got out there. It was the day of uh, – it was the Sunday morning that Eagles won the championship, Super Bowl Sunday, for the Waste Management Open. Yeah! So there was a billion Whoa. people there from Philly for both of them, for the Waste Management Open and for uh for the Super Bowl. Dude, and so- I was like, holy shit, these people are fucking psychotic. Like, every single bar, like <laughs> – Fly, My Eagle, boy fly. Ben
0: had his bachelor party at the Waste Management Open. That and he said yeah. it was a fucking mob scene. It was a mob, and
2: I was like, "This is the best place I've ever been." Like, <laughs> I didn't have a, I didn't have a dog in the fight. The Waste Management Open was unbelievable. Um, the and it's just like a frat house it's on a golf course. Uh, and then this, like the how crazy the bars were that entire that entire night. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! This is unbelievable." Philadelphia. So I, I, I I found a new, like you guys have respect for Chicago. You say I, that reason I was like, I like these guys, even though you don't have the best reputation.
0: That's all right. The rest of the country. We're okay with that. I think we've, I can, we can admit that we've accepted that. Right.
2: Yeah. I I I don't don't care. I mean, I never, I never cared about that. Like, I know some people do like, I know, especially like New York teams and East coast teams don't like Philly, but I never cared either way.
0: And this goes back to the hate thing. I think we relish in that. I don't yeah, care. Right. I uh, wish
2: that people hated the White Sox.
0: I it, wish that. And that's exactly what I mean. Like, I'll, I'll take people hating the Eagles. It's because in my lifetime, we've been to six NFC Championship games. We've won a Super Bowl. I'm cool, man. I don't – you can hate me all you want. How was that
2: with uh, three in a row with McNabb?
0: I, that would have killed me. That would have killed and me. And so that was – Me and Ken are like the same age. So that is like third, fourth, and fifth grade for me. So that my whole life was shaped by the thought of Donovan McNabb throwing up in the huddle during the Super Bowl. Yep, I remember it. And I actually met McNabb last year and he was sweet as could be. But every time I looked at him, all I thought was you, big pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So, on that note, being that you have access now to different things, you're fucking full time with Barstool and you're in your home city. Like what was the biggest oh shit moment? Like your moment where you were like, "Oh my god, I can't live him in the room right. with this person." Um honestly,
2: it was pro- so we had Redline Radio and I have a good I have a good uh relationship with the White Sox. I don't really know how it started, but it they're great to me and I try to be good to them. Uh it was probably Hawk you guys are familiar with Hawk Harrelson, right? Yeah. So, he's like the most loved White Sox and he didn't even play for the White Sox which is a weird <laughs> thing but he was a broadcaster for 30 or 40 whatever however long it was and his uh PR team reached out to me asked me he's like hey would you guys want to e- uh, interview Hawk Harrelson for your podcast and this is like two and a half years ago I was like wait you're asking me this usually I'm hustling around asking people if I can interview you and usually I get told to fuck off you know yeah. <laughs> so I w- that was like I don't get nervous for interviews at all anymore, but I was like nervous, nervous for that one,
0: dude. Uh, and I feel like because uh, I figured from my like I figured you were gonna say something up the Bears. I don't know what. Dude, you're fucking White Sox, Dave. I should have assumed. it. Like, have you met Frank Thomas? Have you have you had any I have,
2: but not I. I. So he lives in the North Suburbs now, and uh, I was this was uh about three four years ago. I'm there's a there's a larger su- suburb called uh, Libertyville. That's about 45 minutes north of the city. And I have a college buddy who lives up there. He's married with kids now. But this is um, when his, first, his wife was like eight, eight months pregnant at the time. And he's like, hey, I got a month a lot to live. Please come up here and get shit He's Like, <laughs> I'll pay for a round of golf. I'll pay for the night. Like, please come. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So we go golfing and we go out to these bars in Libertyville. It's a good bar scene. And uh, I'm taking a piss. And it, this got to be like 1 in the morning. And Frank Thomas, I'm 5'7". I'm short. And Frank Thomas is 6'5", 300 pounds of, like, man meat, you know? Just
0: jacked up on nugenics. Just up exactly. here all nugenics, stuff. So
2: I, I take a look to my left, and I, like, do a double take, and I'm pissing. And I'm like, <laughs> you're the big hurt. And he starts laughing. He's like, yeah, you're going to let me piss? And I'm like, <laughs> finish that pissing. I want a picture with you outside. He's like, no pictures. I don't want people to know I'm here. But he's, he came over to our table, and he's like, thanks for following along. I told him, I'm like, I'm the biggest White Sox fan, you know? And uh, that, so that was kind of funny.
0: I think for us – so I'll go – because I think my biggest, like, music oh shit moment, we opened for Bon Jovi. We opened That's for incredible. A fu- at yeah. a fucking stadium. But my biggest oh shit moment ever, Ken was here for it. Uh, we did something for a radio station in Philadelphia, and Brian Dawkins, who's fucking Eagle Safety, all-time course, yeah. great, mm-hmm. my all-time favorite athlete ever, was, like, there that day and was, like, speaking at the thing. So we're about to go on stage to, like, thousands of people – And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm hammered at this point. I'm like, dude, if Dawkins shows up, I'm going to cry. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Ken's like, yeah, man, that's crazy. And then I turned and he's standing right next to me. And I proceeded to ask Brian Dawkins to go on stage and smash my guitars. And he thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, I think that's my all time. Like, Oh my fucking God. I actually met Brian Dawkins. moment.
2: There you go. That's incredible. I was going to ask you guys, I don't know if this is more for the end of the episode or not uh no i'll save it for the end of the episode let's see. No, go ahead we're we're about to get into music anyway okay so who do you guys like draw your inspirations from because when you guys sent me your uh singles it's right up my alley it's like the kind of music i listen to
0: um i think for me like it's funny because me and ken started as a two-piece in college or three at the, mm-hmm. but like we were fucking bullshitting and we were all over the place so i guess it's so differentiated between the two of us but I grew up on Springsteen. I grew up on blues. I grew up on uh, old soul shit, and then I found Kanye. I found hip hop, and that warped me that way. And then I met somewhere in the middle. I mean, Ken. I mean, Ken, you're all over the place too.
1: Yeah, I like. I'm like really into like the reggae
2: stuff. I love the wine. That's my favorite band of all time. That's what I was gonna say. There there you go. I, 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 I. Sensed a little bit of Sublime in there. That's good. It's my favorite band in history. I don't think Sublime with Rome is that good personally, but Dude, wait, hold up.
0: We're playing with Sublime with Rome in September. <laughs> there you go.
2: Where are you guys playing at?
0: Uh, Jersey, big okay, amphitheater Jersey. in Jersey. Yeah. Hopefully, so. There. Yo, we
2: Where need in this- Jersey
0: uh camden so it's it's right over the bridge yeah i know where
2: camden's at so my my mom lives in tom's river i got a ton of family in like jackson so i'm not my half my family's from new jersey so maybe if all this shit's cleared up i'll make an excuse to get out there see the grandparents hit up sublime with rome bro
0: you 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 come there and we'll bring you on fucking stage you can you can (laughs) fight room ramirez it'll be awesome
2: boom (laughs) <laughs> i don't want to fight him i just i mean i like i like brad knoll i'm a brad knoll
1: guy so, i mean everybody I is yeah um the whole thing with the blind with rum is there is such a good amount of bands that do for blind justice like Clinton, stupid and all these other acts slightly
2: stupid is one of my, my favorite bands of all time too well, i think yeah. miles Doty is one of the most underrated guitars i've ever heard
0: but, dude and that was that was another bonding Thanks. moment for me and ken when we got into music was uh I love G love. G love is special sauce, and, I love they, him. yeah, so G love is my all- time like fucking. That was my like childhood hero because he's from Philly. but Ken loves slightly stupid. We met in the middle there, and that's how we got started.
2: I love it. that's that's my shit. That's like if if you look at my Spotify, it's just like nothing but sublime. I like iration a little bit. Uh, Hell pepper is, yeah. pepper's okay. Pepper, let's go. Uh, pepper. slightly stupid, pepper. I said, I think. <laughs>
0: But, the Expendables. Um, you ever get into the Expendables?
2: Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah! I love the
0: Expendables. This is like, like dorm room Colin and Ken right here, just going in. what well, I I going say, say? So, dude, um, fucking- If you
2: listen to the, if you like judge me off the music that I listen to, you'd think I was the biggest pothead ever. But I fucking hate weed because it either makes me melt to my couch and I just don't move. Or if I'm drinking, I puke my brains
0: out, so I don't even touch the shit. Um, You're just over here and, and packing packing fat lips to fucking sublime.
2: That's what That's what I got fucking dipping right now, and I'll, I just went for a run. That's, like, all I had on.
0: Dude, so. this has been fucking outstanding, by the way, man. We're really happy for you to be here, and I, I yeah, would I love it. to this do this again. Convo. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to Rob Hirsch. So Rob Hirsch is the dude who linked us on Twitter. Uh, Rob... Rob has been I've seen Rob in the front row at cities like in different cities around the country at the fucking gate videoing us so like I saw Rob do that and I was like I gotta follow up on this especially there's yeah, no, a chance fuck yeah um well Dave dude fucking thank you for coming on we're gonna set this back up uh good luck White Sox this year when it comes back together go luck to the Bears um enjoy Big Dick Nick and uh let's do this again soon I'm always like
2: always accessible. Just name the name the time, name the day. I'll come back and yeah, maybe like so. I talked. Who Who's the original person I DM'd? That's me. Okay, so about the guitar. Yes, I bought fucking horses instead. And <laughs> so it was either spend $500 on a guitar or spend a lot more on horses. And I opted for the horses because. Gambling on horses is what's getting me through quarantine. Right. So the acoustic guitar's on deck. The Squire. I can't stand it,
0: bro. I didn't know whether or not you were gonna be like, yeah, dude. The horses came through, so I got nine guitars. This is fucking great. Oh, dude, that's
2: that's the goal. That's the goal. We uh, so I got I got shares in three and a half horses right now, and if they if they make enough money, like we're we're gonna reinvest into more and more horses. So hopefully it snowballs into something bigger. But um, but the guitar is on deck in the next couple of weeks.
0: Well, as soon as you get that shit, we're setting up a video and we're teaching you how to play that shit.
2: Please do, because I'm... I, and I, I have the Fender, uh, like the Fender online lesson things. Yeah, yeah, And it, I think it's good for like a starter because I played piano a little bit. My dad made me because he said it would help with hand-eye coordination, which back, I didn't believe that when I was 10 years old. And looking but at it now. I wish I would have done it my whole life. So... <laughs> um, but yeah, let's do that. So as soon as as soon as uh, the funds are available for that, it is it is happening.
0: Dude, good luck with the horses. Get that guitar and let's link up. All right, let's do it. Thank yeah, you.
1: we'll bet on them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you got to give us the names of the horses. I'm throwing money down.
2: I'll follow Twitter tomorrow. We're gonna do a live stream. We got two racing down in Tampa Bay tomorrow. Beautiful. So uh, one of them's an early big time favorite, so he won't be worth putting money on. But if you box him with a couple yeah. of uh, long shots, then. Then you can
0: make some money. See, so. all of our degenerate friends will be listening to this. We'll we'll send them in early, and we'll fucking get them linked in. Yeah, so. so
2: I was worried about <laughs> tweeting out their names because now everybody's going to be betting them, and they're just going to bet the odds down, which is fine. But if they win, they win. But the one last I looked, as of yesterday, he was a 5-2 to two favorite. I'm guessing he'll be more like uh, – you know, two to five favorite once the race starts.
0: Dude, and this is this is the ups and downs of the reach of Barstool Sports. Right, I It's know. good for money, and then it's bad for odds on your horses. Exactly. <laughs> all right, man. Dude, great talking to you. We're going to do this again soon, all right?
2: Yeah, let me know. Anytime, guys. Thanks again.
0: All right, Dave. See you, Dave. All right. I got 10%
2: left, so I got to go get my charger because I got to go
0: stream. Oh, good. That was fucking great. Okay. We'll talk to you soon, all right?
2: Yeah, talk soon. Uh, Always reachable. Just we'll do it again real soon, so. All right, brother. All right. Keep it real. Good. Adios.